Yo, Random Ignorance Podcast. I'm your host, Savage the Great. I hope you guys are doing well on this nice, beautiful day. So check this out, man. This podcast, we're talking about Takashi 69 Now, I know I touched on this case a couple of podcasts ago, but there's been new developments. So he's talking. He's snitching. He's telling. He's cooperating. He's giving info to those boys. He's ratting. Whatever you want to call it, however you want to say it, he is not sticking to the G-code. Now, if you don't know what the G-code is, the G-code are the guidelines of the street code. And the first rule of the G-code is no snitching, no telling, and no talking. Now, a lot of people got this whole snitch thing uh, misconstrued or misunderstood. That old lady that calls the cops on you for selling drugs in front of her house, she is not snitching. She is a civilian. Your dumb ass shouldn't be there selling drugs and you shouldn't have let her know you were selling drugs. So obviously you moving wrong. Obviously you conducting business wrong. That's not snitching. Snitching is, let me give you an example, right? Let's say me and another gentleman, we decide to rob a store, right? We both get our guns, we load them up, we go into the store, we both point them at the clerk, he gives us the money, we both hightail it to, back to the house or wherever we left from, and we divvy up the money half and half, all right? Let's say I get picked up two, three days later because the clerk recognized my voice, I dropped something at the scene, etc., etc. If I tell on that man that did the crime with me, I am a snitch at that point because I knew the drop. I knew the job was dangerous when I took it. I knew the rules to how to conduct myself, and I would be mad if he told on me. So that's how snitching works. Snitching works if if you're in the game. If you're a pimp, if you're a drug dealer, if you're a thief, a robber, um, a killer, a gang member, whatever you are. If you're involved in a different type of living if you're involved in the quote-unquote underworld if you do shit that is against the law it is snitching if you tell somebody else that does shit against the law and so that man is snitching and i see a lot of people trying to cut him some slack trying to shoot him some bail no pun intended saying hey man you know the guys who was running with you know they messed around with his baby mom um uh, they tried to kill him uh they kidnapped him uh he was facing a minimum of 47 years would you do it for those guys man shut the fuck up shut up because once you get into this life, or once you start uh, uh, portraying yourself as a street person, once you start being at the scenes of robberies and in the scenes of shootings and making threats and saying what you will do and what you should do and living the life of a gangster, you got to take everything that comes with it. Now, his, his situation is different only because we all knew he wasn't built like that. We all knew he wasn't from the streets. We all knew he wasn't cut from that cloth, but he still portrayed himself like he was. He still taunted people. He still went to Old Block at three in the morning to taunt Chief Keep. He still would make videos calling people out by name, telling them test his nuts, test his gangster, suck my dick, whatever he would say. That's what he did. And a lot of people talking about him, man, he's a little kid. He was a little, he was 22 years old. 21 years old where, where is that a fucking kid at nigga you could buy liquor what are you talking about a kid that's what i don't get man motherfuckers acting like oh man he, he he wasn't 13 or 12 when he was doing this people you feel me he was a grown ass man i know dudes who was 16 17 and 18 i did they fucking times like some g's because they knew the code even at that young of an age you can't say, oh, I didn't know, or man, this ain't what I expected, so I need to get away up out of here. I don't like the way the game is going, so I'm going to quit, or I don't like the way uh, the game is structured, so I'm going to try to change the rules, made the game. No, nigga. 
Once you get into it, you got to play by the rules. You got to abide by the code. And that's what's wrong with motherfuckers, right? Because I'm from a different age. And when I say a different age, I'm not super old. My bro- I'm 28. But I'm from a different cloth. I'm from the I'm, I'm from a different generation. Yeah, it was snitches and shit around when I was coming up. Yeah, you know them by name. And yeah, once they snitch, they can't come back to the hood. And yeah, once they snitch, somebody getting touched. And yeah, if they snitch and they get seen again, again, they fucking hair blew off. Those were just the yin and the yang that you choose. If you decide to be in the game or you decide to do certain shit and you tell, the next time somebody sees you, they are obligated to get rid of you. They are obligated. There is no excuse, especially if that person is in the game or you told on somebody that was a friend of that person or related to that person. Next time they see you, they have to fucking off you. Those were the rules. And that's why people abided to that code. Not only were they built like that, not only have they have they been through the fire and been through... You have to be cut from a certain cloth. I know I keep saying that, but it's the truth. So people did that because they were built like that. And if you didn't abide by that code, there were consequences, deadly consequences. For snitching, it wasn't no DP. Now, if you know what a DP is, if you don't know what a DP is, it's disciplining, a violation, whatever, whatever. A lot of snitching, no, bro. Snitching is a death sentence in a lot of circles, in a lot of cities, in a lot of communities. Especially if you're telling on someone who held a lot of a lot of clout, like Treyway and Mel Murder did. Especially if you're telling on somebody who helped a lot of people. Especially if you're telling on somebody who was a well-known name. Especially if you're telling on somebody who was a well-known gangster. Now I know a lot of people saying, "Hey, man, you know uh, this, this." No, bro, you can't change the game. You can't. You gotta abide by the code once you get in the game. And he's debriefing at this point. And if you don't know what debriefing is, it's basically when you decide to be a federal witness or cooperate with the police or whatever, you have to debrief. And that means you have to say, you have to tell them everything you know about any crimes, whether you are involved in it or not. You have to let them know. If they find out that you withheld information or that you were involved in some crimes that you didn't tell them, those charges going to stick and they might put some more shit up on you. So when they, when you're citing your little f- f- uh, 5K1 motion, that's the snitch motion. That they use in court or if you're telling you have to sign something that says by my knowledge this is everything that i am uh privy to everything that i was privy to everything that i was involved in you have to list them out they're gonna sit you down with the tape recorder just like they do on tv and once you do that that's when the feds start to build their case on other people case in point kuda b now kuda b was the person that takashi paid to shoot at chief keith in manhattan he paid him ten thousand dollars to shoot at him Takashi told the feds that Kuda B got picked up. Now he's facing those charges. That's how it works. He's facing those charges because Takashi told, even though he put the hit out, even though he he paid the money, once you debrief and you tell and you point the finger at someone else, that kind of shifts the weight off. Especially if you telling on other crimes. It don't matter if you are involved with them, but once the feds want you to want you to cooperate, because they usually want bigger fish. Even the feds knew this guy ain't shit. He's just going along to get along. But they want Treyway. They want male murder. They want Kuda B. They want them dudes who putting in the work or who's ordering the work or who's busting the guns. That's what they want. They want the motherfuckers with real street leverage. Because if Takashi get out right now, if he got out even without Treyway, he wouldn't have no weight in the streets. Even if he stayed solid and did, you know, 10, 15 years, he still wouldn't have any weight in the streets. Those other guys do. 
So if Treyway was to get out in five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, he'll still be Treyway. So he can still order shit. He can still do shit. He can still move around in certain circles. And those are the people that they want. So they can lock him up and throw away that fucking key. So those type of people don't be on the streets no more. That's what they want. And that's what Takashi willing to give him. So they willing to cut him a deal because they know he's not a big fish. He's not a strong fish. He's not a shark. You feel me? He's, he's a guppy. He just went along to get along. He needed protection to move around. So that's how it goes. But a lot of people are saying if he puts out music, will he be looked at as the same? For one, he's not putting out any more music because it's a good chance he's going into witness protection. Now, if you don't know what witness protection is, it's basically when the government uh, takes a snitch, takes a confidential informant, takes a witness. And this includes a lot of ex-gang members, a lot of ex-drug dealers, a lot of ex-pimps, a lot of ex, um, you know, uh, just just the underworld people who turned on the game like he's doing. Right. They take you, they change your name, they change your birthday, they change your social. You might get your hair cut, get your hair dyed. If you got tattoos, you're going get, to get them removed. And they place you in the middle of the fucking boondocks in, you know, uh, buttfuck Idaho somewhere in a small town. And you, you're you going to work a regular job at a hardware store or a department store at a warehouse. And you're just going to live the rest of your days. Sometimes they might give you a stipend depending on where you live and the price of living there. So let's say they move you to the middle of Ohio or something. They're going to give you about $1,200 a month, $1,300 a month for a couple of years, depending on whatever you negotiate. But the thing with that witness protection shit is you can't take no one with you. You can't take friends. You can't take relatives. You know, sometimes they let you take your immediate family. It just depends on whatever you negotiate. But you can't take your uncle and your aunt and your grandma and your grandpa. So those people aren't in witness protection and those people are still left to the streets or still left to those people who want to get revenge or still left to those people who have a bone to pick. So that's the dangerous game you plan. Like, do you want to save yourself? Okay, if you save yourself, your family is now in harm's way. Okay, if you if you, if your family is now in harm's way, they out there in the open. And even if somebody did something to them, you can't come out. You can't come out and say, hey, man. In a lot of cases, you wouldn't even be able to go to their funeral because that's how witness protection works. That's not your family anymore. You are not this person anymore. You don't exist anymore. You are now John John Davis. And John Davis works at Ace Hardware in Little Rock, Arkansas. And he lives at 662 uh, Elmore Lane. Like, that's just it. That's John That's John Davis. You're not John. You're, you're John Davis. You're not 6'9". You're not Takashi. You're not Daniel Hernandez. You're John Davis now. So you're only concerned with shit that happens to John Davis and the people that John Davis knows. You're not concerned about your mom or your sister or your dad or your brother or your cousins or your grandma or your grandpa. You're not concerned with none of that because that's Daniel Hernandez's family. That's not John Davis's family. You feel me? But I thought I should just touch on that, man. Because I just seen a lot of people saying, hey, man, you know, I would have told if they did this to my baby mama and if they robbed me and if they kidnapped me and they made a plan to murder me and I'm facing a minimum of 47 years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were you trying to get out the game or were you looking for a way out when you was getting all the benefits, when you was getting all the clicks, all the likes, all the shares, all the love, all the admiration, all that sh- all that show money? Was you looking for a way out when them labels was calling and them endorsements was calling and them sponsors was calling? Was you looking for a way out? No. When you was in everybody's uh, social media timeline and when you was in everybody's algorithm and you was doing the most and you was kicking up dust and you was the hottest motherfucker in the game on the media run and giving the breakfast club their biggest interview and all that was you willing to give it all up then no so if you're gonna ride it on the high you gotta ride it on the low you're gonna ride it on the low 
Cause you It's just If you're gonna do that You gotta do that That's why I never got Even when drug dealers And shit told Because they could be making A million dollars a month But when they get caught All of a sudden They telling on everybody No motherfucker If you was worried about The consequences And you wanted out You should've got out uh, Before you started you should have got out when you was moving nickels and dimes. You want to wait till you moving trailers and 22 tons of shit per month to try to get out the game and tell on people. No, motherfucker. When you was buying all them furs and all them cars and all that luxury and you living in the hills somewhere and you got 10 models with you. You went at the club and you at the club popping bottles and was you trying to get out then? No. So eat your time, man. That's what people don't do now. They don't eat their time. Whatever you do in this world, you got to pay for it. So why the fuck you throwing other people under the bus? It ain't no cheat codes to this shit. It ain't no get out card. Once you in this shit, you in this. And if you playing this game, you got to play the wins and you got to play the losses. You got to play your bad hand. It's like poker. When you got poker, you got a royal flush or you got, you got a, you, you feel me? You got all aces, all kind of crazy shit. You got to play that hand. But when you know you ain't got shit, you got to play that hand as well. This is, this is a game, man. It's, it's not a game, but it's a game. And just how you play them wins, you got to play them losses. You can't try to, oh, I won 15 games, but now I'm losing. I'm just going to uh, knock the board off the table and knock all the pieces off the table. No, my nigga. Play that loss. But this is the Random Ignorance Podcast. I'm your host, Savage the Great. Peace.